0: Compass Media Networks, this is America's First News, this morning with your host, Gordon Deal. Heartbroken in Minnesota. Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Nicole Murray. On this Monday, February 19th, President's Day, glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour.
1: Two police officers and a paramedic from the Minneapolis suburbs have been killed while responding to a domestic incident.
0: Yet another atmospheric river has arrived in California with evacuation notices and flood warnings from north to south.
1: On the campaign trail, a look at the one way Nikki Haley can threaten Donald Trump in the Republican presidential race.
0: And what it's like to travel for months on a world cruise. A travel advisor I spoke with Um,
2: said that the larger rooms tend to sell out faster um, because people want more space. They know that they're going to be gone. This is essentially going to be their home for the next however many months they're going to be on board. So um, having a little bit of extra space probably
0: goes a long way. Nathan Diller at USA Today on the logistics and price tags of World Cruises. A man with multiple guns and lots of ammo has killed two Minnesota police officers and a paramedic who are responding to a domestic situation in a suburb south of Minneapolis. The two cops were members of the Burnsville Police Department. The third victim was a paramedic and firefighter. Officials say the suspected gunman is dead. The call came around 2 a.m. yesterday about a man who was believed to be armed and barricaded inside a home with family members. When first responders arrived, the situation escalated into gunfire. This is Police Chief Tanya Schwartz.
3: We are all hurting. Our officers, our fire department, our families, all of our staff, our community, We're heartbroken.
0: City officials identified the slain officers as Paul Emstrand and Matthew Rouge, both 27. Adam Finseth, a 40-year-old firefighter and paramedic for the city since 2019, also was killed. Seven children, ranging in age from 2 to 15 years old, were among those in the home during the shooting. World leaders are declaring that Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny was murdered by the regime of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Prison officials said the 47-year-old Navalny fell unconscious and died shortly afterward on Friday. He'd been serving a roughly 30-year sentence in a penal colony. An anonymous paramedic claiming to work for the morgue told an independent news outlet that the bruising found on Navalny was consistent with a person being held down while suffering a seizure. Katerina Lubakina was part of a gathering outside the Russian consulate in New York.
2: I'm hoping that people are not going to give up, that they're going to continue fighting for freedom of russia for justice for everything that navalny has been fighting for
0: meanwhile at least 366 people have been detained in 39 cities across russia since mr navalny was pronounced dead with 31 of them ordered to spend up to 15 days in jail according to a russian-based human rights group Here we go again in California. Another in a growing list of wet winter storms reached the state earlier this morning with forecasters warning of possible flooding, hail, strong winds, even brief tornadoes. Wind gusts topped 30 miles an hour in Oakland and San Jose as a mild cold front late Saturday gave way to a more powerful storm yesterday. The Weather Prediction Center placed portions of California's Central Valley at level 2 out of 5 On its severe thunderstorm risk scale, this includes Sacramento, the system will be moving south over the next few days. Nikki Nushkam is hoping for government help.
1: I'm hoping and imploring of our leaders, our state and federal leaders, to actually step up and help us.
0: Parts of California are still recovering from an atmospheric river earlier this month that brought mudslides and historic rainfall to Los Angeles. The L.A. office of the National Weather Service says the region could expect moderate to heavy rainfall through Wednesday with high elevation snow, strong winds, flooding and possible power outages.
1: Pure opportunity. It's what Michigan is all about. The opportunity to do more. The opportunity for all businesses to reach their full potential. Visit michiganbusiness.org slash radio to discover all the ways the MEDC is helping Michigan thrive. Expert Insight.
0: World-class reporting. You're listening to America's First News. This morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. The South Carolina Republican presidential primary is this coming Saturday. Former President Trump hoping for a landslide victory over Nikki Haley in her home state. She was on ABC's This Week concerned the Republican National Committee will pay for Trump's mounting legal expenses.
1: The RNC, you can hang up winning the House and the Senate or having any resources for us to win any other... Um, races. If all they're doing is thinking about how they're going to pay his court fees,
0: Haley still poses one clear danger to Trump as long as she remains in the race. Jim Antle, executive editor at the Washington Examiner, says until she's gone, Trump will attack her occasionally in ways that could reinforce his liabilities with suburban women. The race, you might recall, took a nasty turn when Trump asked where Haley's husband is on the campaign trail. Major Michael Haley is a South Carolina Army National Guardsman deployed overseas jim how do you see this
4: so it's looking
0: increasingly unlikely
4: that nikki haley is going to be able to really threaten former president donald trump's hold on the nomination uh she's pretty far behind him in her home state of south carolina where she was twice elected governor and then when you start to head out to the super tuesday states in most of them she's trailing trump by even bigger margins and there's nowhere for the foreseeable future that it looks like she can win. But there is one element where Haley still poses a threat to Trump, and that is as long as she remains in the race, Trump is going to attack her, and some of those attacks might further undercut his standing among the suburban women he's going to need uh, to defeat Joe Biden in a rematch in November.
0: Uh, It's almost like she might not be able to win, but he could conceivably lose things
4: certainly in the long term the big prize that he really wants beyond the nomination is to go back to the white house and so you know calling her a bird brain uh you know the the comments about the husband which really seem to me to be a roundabout way uh to refer to rumors of extramarital affairs um you know just some of the over-the-top rhetoric that Trump is known for, those things probably will never hurt him in a Republican primary. And he certainly said worse things uh, about other primary opponents. Uh, but Trump doesn't really need to give suburban women in particular any fresh reminders of why they dislike him and mm. what's shaping up to be a pretty competitive general election race. Okay. And, you know, the longer... Uh, he feels the need to lash out at Haley, uh, the more opportunities he'll have to do exactly that.
0: Yeah. We're speaking with Jim Antle, executive editor at the Washington Examiner. His piece is called The Only Way Haley Can Threaten Trump. I thought it was interesting, too, you said that uh, these comments he made about uh, Haley's husband kind of stepped on a bad news cycle for Biden.
4: Right, and that's the thing. And I think this is the broader issue here is that at this point, you know, Clearly, he wants to run up the score on Haley as much as he can in South Carolina, and it would make it, I'd say, fairly difficult for her to remain in the race if he really trounces her, and some of the polling suggests that he might do just that. But the polls also give Trump a real opportunity to pivot to the general election, and that, that's really what's most important at this point, and, you know, beating Nikki Haley by a lot versus by a lot, a lot is less important than beating Joe Biden, you know, because I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point. Trump's going to be the nominee barring something of, you know, world historical proportions happening. So doing things that sort of detract from a bad news cycle uh, for Biden to get himself, back in the news in at in least potentially a negative way, doesn't really seem to be a very constructive way of doing that.
0: Is there anything that uh, Haley can do from an offensive standpoint to help herself at this point?
4: Well, I think the problem for Haley is she clearly knows that to stem the bleeding, she needs to appeal to a certain crossover vote. So she needs to get Democrats and independents to, to vote Uh, In the South Carolina Republican primary to the extent that they can if they haven't voted in the Democratic primary that has already happened. But by doing that, um, she runs the risk of really getting further behind with Republicans and sounding like a Democrat or worse yet, sounding like a never Trumper, which there's a real ceiling on the support for that. In a Republican primary. And so that's really been her dilemma. Really, the only thing left for her to do is continue to present herself as an available option and a viable option if the worst on the legal front happens
0: to Trump. Thanks, Jim. Jim Antle, executive editor at The Washington Examiner. 20 minutes after the hour on This Morning, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one.
1: Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's body was found with signs of bruising on his head and chest after Russian government officials say he died of sudden death syndrome. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer.
3: No matter how Navalny died, Putin is responsible.
1: Prison officials have blocked Navalny's mother from claiming his body until an investigation has been completed. Meanwhile, over 400 people attending vigils were detained by Russian police over the weekend.
4: Number two.
1: Two Minnesota police officers and one paramedic has been killed after responding to a domestic violence call yesterday morning. Police say they were investigating reports of an armed man barricaded inside his home with family members including seven children. State Department of Public Safety official Drew Evans.
0: This individual had uh, several guns and large amounts of ammunition and shot at the police officers from multiple positions within the home.
1: The man opened fire while negotiating with police and was killed on scene.
2: Number three.
1: California is battling another atmospheric river storm this morning. Forecasters warn of heavy rain, strong winds, hail, snow, tornadoes, lightning, and subsequent flooding and landslides. Wind gusts have already topped 30 miles per hour and rain totals could reach 10 inches. The entire Californian coast is under a flood watch. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says half of all states, including New York City and Washington, D.C., are seeing high levels of respiratory virus activity. This applies to patients with fever, cough and sore throat from diseases, including the flu, COVID, RSV and the common cold. 23 states reported high respiratory illness activity last week. Paramount's Bob Marley One Love pulled in over $50 million during its domestic opening this President's Day weekend. It chronicles Marley's making his 1977 album Exodus and his belief that music could heal the world. Don't let
2: fool you. a hit. Oh, no. Reggae is the people music.
1: You know you're a superstar.
0: I am a superstar.
1: Love that. Do you think music can heal the world?
0: I think Bob Marley music can heal the world, that and the uh, the soundtrack from Grease. And that's about it? Yeah, those two, two <laughs> musics I think that could heal the world. <laughs> Getting older used to mean losing strength, maybe losing stamina in the office or bedroom. Hey guys, it's Gordon Deal, excited to share that Nugenics Total Tea is helping me and guys everywhere crush the stigmas of age. For me, that afternoon energy drop? No longer. Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster will help you re-energize your life. Try Nugenics Total T for free before you buy. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231231 231 and enter keyword Gordon. Nugenics Total T is backed by years of science to safely maximize your free and total testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text 231231 231 and enter the keyword Gordon. Text now and you'll also get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the most powerful fat incinerator ever. Text 231231 231 and enter keyword Gordon. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages, consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Number one, doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on independent survey with us. There are cruises, then there are World Cruises. They offer passengers an easy way to travel the globe, delivering them to a range of far-flung destinations, but for a long period of time. More from Nathan Diller at USA Today. Nathan, what is it exactly?
2: World Cruise is uh, essentially a, a really long cruise, um, and it, it, contrary to the name, may not traverse the entire world, but the idea is to give people a sampling of a lot of different parts of the globe. So typically they'll visit at least three continents and you get a really um, good sampling of ports and, and get to see a lot of, uh, of the world from one place um, and not have to you know pack
0: and unpack and fly to different places. Mm. And this ain't 21 days, right? I mean, <laughs> you're gone for months here for many of these
2: yeah uh, typically they average between three and five months but there are some even longer than that Um, one that's gotten a lot of buzz lately is a nine-month cruise from royal caribbean it's their first world cruise and it's 274 nights uh, visits over 60 countries so it's quite a long time at sea Uh, but uh, so they they can really range what does something like that cost to be gone for that long you know, it depends. In the case of Rural Caribbean, that cruise started uh, in the fifty to $60,000 range. Um, th- that was the starting price, but they can uh, be even more expensive depending on the line that you're sailing with. Of course, the cabin category makes a difference. Um, so sometimes with uh, luxury lines, the starting price can be $70,000 and up, um, and those can be for, you know, um, four to six months or something like that. So uh, it's going to depend on on the type of brand you're sailing with and then also um, the cabin that you choose.
0: Boy, all right. So um, I'm guessing as somebody who's never cruised before that you might want maybe a bigger room because on the short cruises, right, the rooms are small. Maybe you're it's, it's designed to like get you out and about, be social, do things. But boy, if you're gone for months at a time, you might need just a little space of your own in the room once in a while.
2: Yeah, you know, I guess that also depends on your tolerance for, um, you know, being in the room and being in small spaces. But yeah, a travel advisor I spoke with um, said that the larger rooms tend to sell out faster um, because people want more space. They know that they're going to be gone. This is essentially going to be their home for the next however many months they're going to be on board. So um, having a little
0: bit of extra space probably goes a long way. We're speaking with Nathan Diller, consumer travel reporter at USA Today. His story is called What to Know About World Cruises. And this is about being away for months at a time on a cruise ship, touring lots of different countries, maybe a couple of continents. Um, How about like emergency services on board, though? I guess you got to have a doctor, right?
2: Yeah, you know, cruise ships tend to have uh, pretty robust medical facilities anyway. Even on your average, you know, three or seven night cruise, you're going to have a doctor on board and nurses, um, and they'll be able to provide a lot of basic medical care they may have to Uh, take you off the ship for something more um, involved but they can typically treat uh, routine medical needs that come up so they're going to have that anyway and then in in the case of world cruises um, there may be a little bit more planning that you have to do on the front end in terms of making sure you've got the medications that you
0: need thanks nathan nathan diller consumer travel reporter at usa today 30 minutes now after the hour on this morning america's first news If you still have landline phone service, you may have noticed that your monthly bills have been skyrocketing. That's because the FCC no longer regulates copper lines, and phone companies are jacking up the price of their service. UMA is an internet home phone service that lets you keep enjoying the safety and peace of mind of a home phone without paying an arm and a leg. In fact, with a one-time purchase of the UMA Tello, You get internet home phone service for free. All you pay are applicable taxes and fees. Unlike mobile phones, UMA has address-based 911, so dispatchers will know exactly where to find you in an emergency. In the event you call 911, UMA can send a text alert to loved ones. UMA even includes a free mobile app so you can take your home number on the go. And don't worry, you can keep your home phone number for a one-time fee or get a new one for free. Setup is easy. It takes less than 10 minutes. Stop paying too much for home phone service. Visit umacom slash gordon deal today to get a special discount. That's ooma.com slash gordon deal. We are America's first news. This morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for being with us. Welcome into Monday, President's Day, February 19. Gordon Deal with Nicole Murray. Some of our top stories and headlines, two cops and a paramedic fatally shot responding to a domestic incident outside Minneapolis. California again bracing for intense storms with evacuation notices and flood warnings. NASCAR will try again today to hold the Daytona 500 after rain postponed it yesterday. Stock markets closed for this President's Day. Natural gas prices at their lowest in 29 years. Donald Trump's new limited-release high-top sneaker line is already sold out at $400 per pair, and the hotel workers getting love for taking care of a lost stuffed animal. That story in about 20 minutes. well The Energy Department, as you may know, requires appliance makers to meet efficiency standards that are periodically reviewed and tightened a rule that sparked the recent tussle over gas stoves. Manufacturers are pushing for a change. It's a story by John Kyleman, manufacturing reporter at The Wall Street Journal. John, what's going on?
3: They have come up with rules that the industry has agreed with um, that are going to go into effect here. Uh, they're going to be finalized later this year, and... Uh, will go into effect over the next several years, meaning that manufacturers are going to have to start making changes to a lot of their products to comply with these energy efficiency regulations. And the industry is saying basically okay now you know we've agreed to this, this is fine, however going forward we want this system to change so that there's not this regular schedule of you know roughly every six years when they have to go through this exercise again. They're saying that the way it should work is that only when there are sort of technological breakthroughs um, that will allow these changes to be made and significant amounts of energy to be saved, should they be imposed. They say Hmm. we've reached the point now where, uh, you know, the new generations of appliances have reached a state of diminishing returns where they're having to spend a lot of money to make changes that really don't save all that much energy in the grand scheme of things
0: well we're speaking with john kyleman manufacturing reporter at the wall street journal his story is called gas stoves dishwashers and dryers the growing energy battle over appliances so there's a subheadline which sort of gets at what you're saying here and that's the kind of manufacturers say that kind of they're pushing the limits of physics right now and then you've got others who argue that that's this pressure from the government can spur innovation at times
3: Well, that's sort of what it comes down to. It's like, uh, you know, manufacturers are saying, well, we will come up with these things, you know, if you just leave us alone, this will happen naturally. And other people, you know, sort of uh, environmentalists and uh, efficiency advocates say, um, you know, no, that's not the case. You need sort of this government pressure to force you into doing this research and, you know, coming up with these innovations.
0: Give us an example of like how efficient we've become with some of these products over the past 30 years. Like uh, you had this chart in your piece.
3: Sure. Well, for some uh, appliances, I mean, we they use less than half of uh, the amount of energy that they used to. Um, you know, things such as dishwashers now use very little energy as compared to what they used to. Um, very little water compared to what they used to need. Refrigerators um, also much less than what they used to uh, require. And there are things on the horizon that are available right now that can make a significant difference. For example, um, clothes dryers that use heat pumps, which do not uh, use energy or natural gas to um, create their own heat to dry the clothes, but they sort of uh, suck in heat from their surroundings and, and amplify that within the machine to, uh, to do the job, and it's absolutely more energy efficient than uh, a dryer that needs a, a heating element or natural gas. But um, some people complain that it takes longer. Some people complain that uh, the clothes aren't fully dry. Some people complain that even if they are fully dry, they don't feel dry because they're not warm oh. when it's all done with. So um, consumer adaptation of that has been very slow. Uh,
0: to this point is, uh, an appliance like that more expensive.
3: They tend to be the more efficient appliances do tend to be more expensive, um, in the purchase price and what, uh, I think the energy department and some advocates would argue is that because, uh, they need less electricity to function over time, you're going to make up that money and then some. Um, but even so, you know, you're not talking about a vast sum with um, a refrigerator. Uh, it's at, at, at the most um, maybe about $150 after 14
0: years, mm. you would be ahead. Thanks, John. John Kyleman, manufacturing reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Hey, it's Gordon Deal here to tell you about this game-changing product I use before having a couple of cocktails called Z-Biotics. I can easily feel lousy from just one drink, but I've now found something that helps avoid that miserable feeling the next morning. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. It's the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by Ph.D. scientists trying to eliminate that crummy feeling the following day. Here's how it works. When you drink, Alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. ZBiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Whether you're sitting down at home for movie night or maybe out with friends, drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Go to zbiotics.com/gordon to get 15% off your first order when you use Gordon at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/gordon and use the code Gordon at checkout for 15% off. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into President's Day Monday. Time now for the Mic Drop with this morning's Dom Savino.
5: Good morning. Gordon, you might say an arrogant person walks around like they own the place. But this guy took it to a whole nother level. A squatter in New York City has been arrested after allegedly claiming to own the New Yorker hotel and living there rent-free for five years. It all happened because the man exploited an obscure city housing law. Prosecutors say back in 2018, Mickey Barreto booked a room at The New Yorker for one single night. The following day, he requested the hotel enter into a lease agreement with him, claiming he was a tenant since he had paid for a night there. Of course, the hotel kicked him out, but Barreto returned and filed suit in housing court claiming he was wrongfully evicted, and the court granted him a room. In the years since, Barreto has tried to transfer ownership of The New Yorker to himself, Prosecutors say he even demanded rent from one of the hotel's actual tenants. Oh, Retto was finally arrested last week on charges he filed false property records during his takeover efforts.
0: Oh my goodness.
5: Crazy, right? Wow.
0: Wow. Gets a room, gets evicted, sues, gets a room, and then tries to take over the place. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay.
5: Trying to, to transfer... Waste and uh, sewage documents into his name, oh, out of the Christian group's name that owns the place. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So
0: rent free for five years. Yeah. There you go. Might go rent free in jail for the next uh, five years too. Right. So. <laughs> it's quite possible. Could be a win-win. Oh my goodness.
5: <laughs> Think of how much he would have had to spend on uh, on costs. How much it would have cost to, to stay yeah. in the New Yorker for five yeah, years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nerve. That's that's tremendous nerve, among other words.
5: yes. (laughs) (laughs) And a Florida woman's late-night taco craving escalated into a face-to-face encounter with a group of masked thieves who stole her DoorDash order. But these were not your ordinary crooks. This was a pack of raccoons who were just as hungry as she was. The woman says she went to open the front door of her West Palm Beach apartment around 2 in the morning one day last week. That's when she spotted the raccoons. Who had just eaten almost all of the food she had ordered from a local taco joint, the animals were kind enough to leave the woman one thing: the tortillas. The woman took video of the raccoons staring her down from the stairs nearby, even hissing at her at one point. That's when she finally gave up on the whole thing, deciding, "Quote, they can have the carne asada, it's fine." <laughs> the woman uploaded her video to TikTok. It's got two and a half million views. <laughs> That's great.
0: I got. I. I. I do. I do want to know. Sort of the backstory, like what were you doing prior to the two a.m. delivery of the DoorDash? <laughs> like, what kind of like? Because he, he it's West Palm Beach, right? You know right. I mean, you're having a good night, uh, probably. If, if you're hankering for tacos at two a.m., like that's that's a fun
5: night. For whatever it's worth, apparently this was two a.m. on a Tuesday morning. Oh, oh, so this is a Monday night out.
0: Okay, okay. So that's 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 like you know extending the weekend a little bit. Having the fun into the work week. I see. Yeah. That's even that's an even better story, actually, because <laughs> that ain't no ordinary weekend.
5: Uh, Bender in no. West Palm. <laughs>
0: oh, man. 2 a.m. dash. Thank you, Tom.
1: What does the future of mobility in Michigan sound like? It's the sound of new EV charging stations at our state parks. Discover all the ways MEDC is driving next-gen mobility in Michigan at michiganbusiness.org radio.
0: Glad you're with us. Don't forget, by the way, if you've missed anything, be sure to check out a podcast of today's show, available every day on the This Morning with Gordon Deal app, plus Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Most of us have dropped our iPhone in, say, a swimming pool, the sink, perhaps the toilet, for years. Many have thought putting a wet device in a bag or bowl of rice would help suck the moisture out. Apple has apparently reiterated that this is not good advice, because doing so could allow small particles of rice to damage your iPhone. Here's what Apple suggests you do. If you get that new liquid detection alert on your iPhone, one, unplug the lightning or USB-C cable from your iPhone and from the power adapter or accessory. Then... Don't plug the cable in again until your iPhone and the cable are completely dry. Also, to help remove excess liquid, tap the phone gently against your hand with the connector facing down. Leave it in a dry area with some airflow. After at least 30 minutes, you can try charging your iPhone. Also, if you see the alert again, leave your iPhone in a dry area with some airflow because it may take a day to fully dry. During this time, you can attempt to charge it again. Eight minutes now in front of the hour on This Morning. Once again, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one.
1: The World Health Organization says Gaza's Nasser Hospital is no longer functioning after Israel's days-long raid. Israel Defense Force troops entered the complex Thursday after intel suggested hostages taken by Hamas were being held in the facility. Israeli President Isaac Herzog.
3: One has to resolve the issue of the hostages and bring them back home safely and as soon as possible.
1: Meanwhile, the U.S. conducted five self-defense strikes against Houthi rebels on Saturday. The U.S. Central Command said the attacks destroyed three anti-ship cruise missiles and vessels, including an unmanned underwater tanker.
4: Number two.
1: Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley would not say if she would support rival Donald Trump as the GOP nominee yesterday. The former U.N. ambassador stressed she will remain in the race until the end. Meanwhile, Trump at a Michigan rally over the weekend.
4: Just 10 days from now, we're going to win a monumental victory in the Michigan
0: Republican primary. 10 days.
1: The next Republican primary is set for February 24th in South Carolina.
2: Number three.
1: A shooting at a Waffle House restaurant in Indianapolis earlier this morning killed one person and wounded five others. Police say shots were fired inside and outside the restaurant after two groups of people were involved in an altercation. No arrests have been made and investigations are ongoing. Two people have been arrested on charges of murder and abuse of a corpse after the bodies of two missing Colorado children were identified last month. One child was found encased in concrete in a Southern Colorado storage unit and the other found in a suitcase in the trunk of an abandoned car. Both suspects are being held on a $2 million bond. Stores like Urban Outfitters, Target, Best Buy, and Etsy are stocking up on an unexpected item. Landline phones. Generation Z is bringing them back because they love the twirly cords. Experts say this is a sign of notification, fatigue, loneliness, and the desire to be reminded of a simpler pre-digital era. What? Yeah.
0: No, you're, are you speaking like on behalf of Gen Z, this is a thing?
1: I mean, I would definitely kind of love the idea of texting being taken off the table, like being asked out, dating. Like, I don't want to be like, yo, you up? No, I want you to call me. (laughs) I want you to say, would you like to go to dinner? And the wired phones would make that possible.
0: With a twirly cord.
1: With a twirly cord. like
0: that. Thanks, Nicole. Glad you're with us. A family is singing the praises of hotel employees at a place in Richmond, Virginia, after they helped reunite a young boy and his stuffed animal. A four-year-old boy was traveling with his family when they stopped to stay at the Holiday Inn Express. After departing, the family realized their four-year-old had left his toy behind. Employees were quick to find the missing item and said they would ship it to the family ASAP. But along the way, they took the stuffed animal around the hotel, placing it in various spots and snapping some pictures for fun. One picture shows the animal getting some work done on a hotel computer Another greeting guests in the hotel lobby. They even took him to the hotel gym where he sat on the seat of an exercise bike. The Holiday and Express emailed the fun images and captions to the dad after realizing the toy was missing. Dad says the pictures helped ease the pain of the missing toy. The dad posted an image of the email on X, where it now has over 3.8 million views. The toy is on its way back. That'll do it for this hour. For Nicole Murray and Dom Savino, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.